0: You are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. I'm at the Pecos Conference at the po- Saturday Poster Session, and I'm here with a group of people from the Jemez District of the Santa Fe National Forest, and they're sharing a poster about the benefits of removing fuels from cultural resources. So, who is all here? Rebecca Baisden, Allie Wolf, Candy Voss, Carlin Stewart. Jason Millets. And are we missing anybody
1: from the poster? And we are missing Stephanie Mack. All right, and what is the title of your poster? Finning of a New Future, the Benefits of Removing Fuels from Cultural Resources in Santa Fe National Forest, Hema's Ranger District. And what is this poster beyond just uh, the fact of
0: removing fuels is a good idea what all is involved?
1: It's a truly collaborative effort where we are also thinking about fire, its effects on cultural resources, and we are finally getting money to focus on archaeology and remove fuels from each site and protecting them from future fire. So we're getting ahead of the game instead of fire coming through, destroying our sites, and then trying to figure out a way to fix them afterwards. And this is very different from the usual Forest Service method of dealing with projects around cultural resources where we used to just flag and avoid
2: it. Mm are
1: actually doing something positive.
2: And it's super important because the sites in Hamas uh, are made out of volcanic tuff, all of our field houses. And when volcanic tuff, um, ironically, is exposed to fire, even though, you know, it's volcanic and the name is tuff, um, it tends to explode and spald and just kind of crumble. So it's really important that we protect um, extreme fire from getting to those sites. The area is quite vulnerable to fires, right? And potentially severe fires right now. Uh, there was a conscious fire uh, just a few years ago to the north. It's We have kind of similar conditions that they had there, I, I would say, right now. Uh, there's a, a lot of areas of uh, a lot of dead wood, uh, basically not very well-managed forest, but I guess for, for, for quite a while. A lot of a unhealthy thickets on and around sites. Could you repeat that? There are a lot of unhealthy thickets on and around sites that are just really vulnerable for really any type of mild fire can create a lot of heat on these uh, field houses, which is the primary thing that we try to protect and treat.
0: And now you're all seasonals at the Hemis? Is that correct? Or? Except the boss? Yeah. You are the boss. So, so Rebecca is the boss. <laughs> I pretend. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so is that what you guys were mostly doing this uh, season, is removing fuel boats? We
2: spent the bulk of the season, the early portion, uh, assessing them, which involves relocating, which can be very difficult at times. Um, and then we'll go, and this year we've moved into, it's essentially a site update now when we go, like, we find it, if we need to redraw maps, we'll do that, we'll assess it for fuels, and then we have all this stuff in the bank, so when the contractors come in the fall, um, we can have a good game plan and we spend, you know, the fall doing the actual treatments and removal.
1: Very cool, and all, are all of you red carded? Yes. 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 Yes, unfortunately Excellent. Jason came in late, and you know the red carding season's You know, yes. a little early, but um, hopefully we can change that if he comes back. But we are all red carded, and we all play an active role with fire, and in fact, we're doing that right now, we're working with fire on sites, treating them before fire spreads. And um, do you
0: see this as a plan, all the research you're showing in your poster, something that other forests should adopt, or do you
1: see them already adopting this plan as well? You know, it just really depends. I think there's such a focus here is because we work so closely with famous Pueblo and these sites are so important to them and they are so fire sensitive. Um, I, I think it depends on the forest like if they feel the need. So if they were made out of other material there might not be this heavy of a treatment happening. It might be the old school, you know, quick and dirty treatment removing down and dead off of a structure but I think our forest is a little bit different in the fact that it has a high density of sites and they're so sensitive to fire.
2: We also protect um, other things other than the field houses made out of volcanic tuff. We protect we um, protect petroglyphs and we have a lot of old logging camps that are made out of wood which obviously are very fire sensitive so we have to (laughs) protect those too and it's not just you know like it protects the sites obviously but also like uh, part of the southwest famous project there's timber thinning and so a lot of what we do and we've really it's been kind of a learning curve on how to treat these sites we started off doing it very heavily and then we kind of moved away from that to light thinning based on if there was going to be a prescribed burn and now we're hoping to find somewhere in the middle and we'll try to blend the science with the timber harvesting um as well as thinking about fire moving through and so you know it's collaborative and we're taking a lot into account when we're doing all this.
0: Excellent. Any closing thoughts? I don't think so. I think that's about it. Yeah. Well thank you so much for sharing your research and information with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Contact us at Chris at archeology